Welcome to the Southern Fried Ambition Podcast. Uh, in this episode, I sat down at Stomping Grounds in downtown Greer with Amanda Babb. Uh, Amanda is a stylist and color specialist at Notch Salon in Greer and also runs an Etsy shop and is into cosplay. Um, you can follow her on Instagram at underscore Amanda Does Hair or just follow any of her links in the show notes. So without further ado, this is episode six of Southern Fried Ambition with Amanda Bat. Just recording a podcast. Yeah. Oh, cool. For what? Don't mind me asking. Uh, it's just, uh, it's called Southern Fried Ambition, and uh, basically I feature people in the area and, and their stories and their oh, passions cool. and what they... What you they should talk to him do. sometime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no. He's too busy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you're into, uh, obviously you're into the, the, the hair arena yep. um, and that, that's both your day job and your passion from what I've seen yes uh, um, what, what got you down that path I guess um my great aunt is a hairdresser okay and um I'd play around in her shop a little bit when I was little before we moved down here and when we go up and visit and um it also I initially wanted to be a tattoo artist okay and I didn't how long do I have to talk for the microphone, by the way? Huh? Like, is that volume okay? Yeah, the volume's sorry. fine. Volume's oh, fine. If, if it's um, too quiet, I will adjust it. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought I had to project. Anyway. No, um, no, no, no. But initially, I was going to be a tattoo artist, and um, you can't do that legally. You can't apprentice until you're 21. So oh, okay. I was like, well, I'd kind of like to go to hair school, because I've always been interested in that. Um, I, I did I, all my friend's color in high school. I'd kind of like a job before I'm 21. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, so um, before all that, I actually gone to graphic design school, and I'm one of those art students that washed out. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, so I've always loved doing hair. I did my hair all through high school with varying results. Okay. I don't recommend that at all. Um, but, <laughs> when but, but, with, but it's a stepping stone yeah, towards a career. So, exactly. Yeah. So um, I enrolled in Carolina College and I just really fell in love with it. Okay. Um, even though I, I did not have a great teacher, she told me every single day that I was going to fail. Yay. And that um, I was going to end up working at Great Clips. Like that's the worst thing that can happen to a person. Yeah, you'll, you'll have steady <laughs> income and just have to oh, no. yeah. Yeah, do bad haircuts. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, they, they actually give them a 15-minute time limit, yeah. and they have to be done within that. Yeah, um, yeah. Nobody can, well, some people can't do good haircuts in that. But um, anyway, so, yeah, so I enrolled in hair school, and I really just fell in love with it, and mm-hmm. I realized through learning how to wax eyebrows, I could not hurt people for a living. Ha, 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 ha. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. Okay, and, and you've really, you've uh, kind of worked towards and kind of perfected the, the vivid uh, color. Yeah, um, that was one of my big things. Um, when I was in hair school, it was kind of really just coming to this area. It had been popular in areas like New York and California for a while, mm-hmm. and um, 
I just wanted to look like an anime character. Yeah, yeah. So um, I really had to learn how to do it on myself, and then gradually people around me wanted to start getting it too, and that's really kind of how I've built my business with that, even though it's I have this strange clientele. They're either blue or they're extremely natural-looking blondes. Okay. Like, there's not a whole lot of in-between <laughs> there. Well, so. well, my wife's purple, so that's completely yeah. different, right? Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I know... Growing up in the 90s, I, I wanted blue neutrino hair from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, you know, yeah. I, 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 I get your base. I, I, I wish that my day job wouldn't freak the hell out if, if I showed up with blue hair one yeah, day. Yeah, because see, I'd like to do your beard and everything, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Like, just uh, go full merman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen, but those glitter beards and the Christmas Oh, the glitter beards, the beards, I don't know about, because I feel yeah, like that would be are, very itchy. Like, unless you've got, like, the cosmetic-grade glitter that you yeah, can actually use on your eyelids. Like. I, I just can't do it. No. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I guess I could do a blue beard, but... Uh, yeah, you know. He bluebeard the pirate for for Halloween or something. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so basically, anime pushed you towards the coloring. Yeah, like anime and comic books. Um, uh-huh. I was really into the X Men series. Yes. And I kind of always wanted to be Betsy Braddock. We, we've had some discussions about <laughs> yeah. about the X Men. Yes. Yeah. So, um, it was kind of always funny, like, you know, reading, like, Polaris's origin, and she was trying to, kept trying to dye her roots, or tie her hair back brown from being green, and I was like, no, I want my hair to grow green out of my yeah, head, yeah. like, no. <laughs> so. No, you're, co- you're, don't color, don't color, don't cover your roots, you Yeah, know, I want I my roots to be that it. color. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I grew up watching Sailor Moon, and, mm-hmm. um, I, especially as a younger kid, it was really... Um, into science and my studies and everything, I really related to Amy. Um, And I kind of wanted my hair to be blue to reflect that. Um, Mm -hmm. But when you're lifting hair, I dyed my hair black for years as well. Like, I'd go back and forth. I'd be bright during the summers, Mm -hmm. and then um, I'd have to dye it back for school. Right. Um, And really, when you're lifting black box color out of someone's hair the only color you can get is orange yeah. and the only thing you can cover that with is purple so i was purple for a great many years because of that and it kind of became my signature color and it was actually only um the last two years or so i've kind of started branching out from the purple on my own hair uh-huh i don't know what that was about i guess it, i just thought it was my signature thing i thought i had to be purple so well some people like the purple i, I, I know my wife really really likes the purple mm-hmm. and really likes what you do and, and she Aww. you know she she lets you do you know basically she says you know make it kind of purple and let you do what you're gonna do because and i love that because like i get to put like three or four different purples on her hair yeah yeah so next time we're actually gonna experiment with something different on her hair we're gonna put a top coat on it and, um to try to make it stick longer yeah yeah so um that's what we're gonna focus on with her hair is yeah, getting more her, longevity hers washes out pretty quickly yeah and i guess um she'd accidentally got a shampoo that she thought was sulfate free and it turned uh-huh. out not to be and sulfate Sulfates are like the enemy uh, of brightly colored hair. They're great if you want it out, yeah. but, um, not if you want to keep it. Not if you it. want to keep it. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. So. Um, yeah. I, I know you've uh, your anime and cosplay. You, you do some cosplay things. I do. Um, I haven't done it as much this year because I haven't had as much time. My clientele's right. kind of grown, and I've been doing more weddings and doing it's more education. Damn that day job. I know. Like darn my success. Um, <laughs> But um, I actually, I'm going to be, I was Beetlejuice for Halloween. I'm going to be doing that again for Big Fandom Greenville. Okay. it was really fun. Um, I'm going to make my husband be my Lydia Dietz. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. not making him do anything. He's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'll be Lydia. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So he's like, does that mean I get to be Winona Ryder? I'm like, 
I uh, suppose. <laughs> so is this going to be a theme? Are you going to work your way through my Winona Ryder roles for her, for him? So you'll have yeah, to be the, eventually I'm to be make the him... male counterparts all the way through? Yeah, eventually I'm going to be Will, and he's going to be the mom off of Stranger Things. So. Oh, I didn't know if you're going to Will, Will or if you're going to be the sheriff. Yeah, one of the two. I could be Hopper. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's the, the, the ambiguity of whether they have hooked up or not. You know, yeah. I think they had at some point. I think they would have had to. I don't know. It was, <laughs> the way it he was went. too invested. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. So. so wherever you want to go from there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, the cosplay thing, um, I've actually been doing more wigs this year. Um, I recently okay. helped my friend Amanda with her Nightcrawler wig, which that was really fun um, because I started off having no idea what I was doing. Right. Like, and it wasn't spiking the way I thought it would, so we had to do something completely backwards and different. And the thing is, when you're working with wigs, mm-hmm. you do things that you should never, ever, 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 ever do to human hair. Right, because like, you can't kill it. Exactly. You have to, yeah, you have to put... You don't want to put a ton of heat on most of them, but sometimes you have to put glue in there. You have to use like cheap hair products um, that you would not, that I don't recommend for human hair because right. of the silicones and polymers, yes. but you need to for the wigs. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because there's a certain, there's more of a level of protection built into the wig kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause um, a lot of them are synthetics and mm-hmm. um, in recent years, especially with the cosplay community, synthetic wigs have come so much further. They're a lot stronger than they used to be. It used to be brushed them out and it was like Barbie hair. It would slowly stretch out. Yeah. And, um, it was just kind of um, Arda Wigs, I know, was a big contributing factor to that. And it's kind of cool because now um, my clients that um, want to try the vivid hair, they don't necessarily want to commit. They, I can refer them to several different cosplay wigs websites like Epic Cosplay or Gothic Lolita Wigs. Yeah, yeah. It might not be the cheapest option, but it's going to look a lot better right, yeah. than a Party City wig. Yeah, so, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... And it's been kind of cool how that's kind of shaped hair as well. Like, I have a lot more people bringing me references from, like, their kids' cartoon shows, or they'll bring me a picture of a girl in a cosplay. Yeah. Like, can you make my hair look like this? And we'll have to have the conversation of then, it's okay. a wig. Well, that's not actually hair. <laughs> yeah. But, but we can we can try this angle. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, somebody brought me, um, I think it was Yaya Han in her um, Code Gaze CC costume, where she's in the red ball gown. Yeah. And there, she's like, I'd like to be this color green. And I was like, well, we, we got to talk about this first. Like, color green does not exist in the wild. Yes. Exactly. Like, um, it took me a very long time to get to the green that I'm currently at because you kind of have to work your way back through the color wheel and kind of make it brighter over okay. time. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you've probably noticed when um, Val's hair fades down, it's much whiter than it yes, used to be yes, on the ends, yeah. and that's because we've kind of gradually lifted her up, and that way she can be a much more neon purple yes, yes. than she could the first time we lifted her up. Okay. So... It's just kind of working through that process, and I think we live in a culture now where people are so, they want it now, and they mm-hmm. want it to be perfect, and yeah. they want what they want off right. of Pinterest, darn it, and they want it in two hours. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's not, you know, their fault, that's just how our society is, and so I'm kind of grateful to artists like Guy Tang that post their videos that are seven and a half hours long. Right, yeah. Um, I know, I think it, I don't think he posted the video for it, but he did the Harley Quinn Suicide Squad hair on a cosplayer named Super Mary Face, or maybe she's just a blogger. I'm not totally sure. I don't follow her. Yeah, who knows? But um, <laughs> it was kind of cool because she really put it out there like, you know, this took 10 hours. Right. He only books two kinds of appointments, half day and whole day. Right. So um, 
it was kind of a step in the right direction for mm-hmm. that. Like, well, no. I know in, in like the 90s, it was you go in and you get your shock treatment, mm-hmm. and then you let that happen, and then like days later, you go back for your dog. Exactly. So it's actually faster than it used to be. It is. It is much faster, and um, the products are much more gentle now. Mm-hmm. Everything used to be very ammonia-based, and we're kind of moving away from that. There's now um, ammonia-free lighteners. There's um, the colors you put back in are a lot more conditioning. Like, I know it was probably Manic Panic in the 90s. Yeah. Which, like that can that. be a great color if, like, you know, you just want it for a little bit. Or yeah, yeah. The only problem I have there is, like, it's either in or it's, like, out in two weeks or it's with you till you die. <laughs> till you die. So, <laughs> or until the hair grows out. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. One of the, you know. <laughs> it's in your bathroom until you die. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, that just wasn't... Like glitter. Yeah. It wasn't the most conditioning color. And now, um... I know Redkin just came out with their new City Beans line, and it's with their Shade ZQ color line. That mm-hmm. it's, it actually it helps actively repair your hair awesome. from the damage that you have to put on it. Right, yeah. So, um, and lines like Pravana, they've been doing that for years, and they were really the first to um, kind of bring it into the mainstream and give us the tools to where you could do these colors, and they would last. Mm-hmm. So, it's been kind of cool watching the industry change in the last seven years that I've been in it. So, it's more friendly for... Um, colored <laughs> hair and alien hair. Hmm? So, <laughs> you know. Excuse you. Uh, so, I mean, do you end up, uh, do you have clientele that isn't going for the vibrant hair? Or just Absolutely. The, uh... <laughs> I have a lot of soccer moms. I have okay. a lot of grandmas. Yeah. Um, I have some grandmas that wear it. I have some soccer moms that wear it. But I also... Well, um, well blue hair has been cool for grandmas for, exactly. forever. <laughs> yeah, it's just now it's a brighter blue. Um but uh, it's like grandma got run over by a reindeer, like, you know, the blue and silver candles with a yeah, matched yeah, yeah, wig. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, I have a, I also specialize in a technique called balayage, which is um, if you look at like a little kid's hair that's kind of long mm-hmm. and they just get the natural highlights in it, that's what it's supposed to look like. Okay. So I also do a lot of that. So that's kind of the joke around the salon is it either they look like aliens or they look like I haven't touched them. Like, <laughs> One or the other. Yeah. 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 So, um, either alien or perfectly untouched. Exactly. And, um, I'm kind of like proud that I've built my clients all that way. Like I don't, I've got a very good range. Yeah. yeah. So like, I've got a little bit of everything that comes in. Um, me, myself and, um, the girl that actually does my hair, Lizzie, we're kind of the ones that mainly do the vivid Uh colors in our salon. The other girls also do them, but we've got just a lot more people that do them. Yeah. Mainly because I wear it and she points at me and goes, I did that. So, so, so you're the uh, you're you're the display model for for her work. Pretty much, yeah. she actually had blue hair for a really long time, and she's kind of transitioned to something a little bit more natural. Okay, um, which is really cool on her too. You know, I have nothing against that. Yeah, so. but you can't be like I did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did do that, but uh, she it, actually I wears made, a balayage. Now. I made it look natural again. So, yeah. So, uh, you, you don't know what it looked like before, but I, I made it look that way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, I'm trying to get into education. Okay. Um, I eventually want to... It's kind of... There's this weird subculture among hairdressers that a lot of people don't know about. We have all these crazy hair shows. We have a lot of classes. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, um, I see that a lot on your social media. Yeah, there's a lot of education online. Um, like I was telling you earlier, I've been in classes I've, all my days off for the last three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, which has been really awesome. Um, but I eventually want to move into teaching those classes. Okay. So, um, because when I was going through school and I had that teacher that was not super crazy about me for whatever reason, right. um, I relied a lot on outside educators to kind of keep me going. And mm-hmm. like, um, that was when Guy Tang was first kind of coming through and 
there's something there's something not a lot of people know about him. He actually replies to all his comments personally, or at least as wow. many of them as he can get to in yeah, the first yeah. couple hours until yeah, he posts yeah. again. And um, so, like, just that kind of interaction from people like that kind of kept me going, and that's kind of why I'd like to get into it and what I'd like to do for people is, uh-huh. you know, like, you know, kind of help people stay motivated. Because a lot of people do burn out of our industry because yeah. it is, you know, well, I mean, it's a lot of work. <laughs> is would that be more of the follow-on or the initial training that you'd be looking at? To? Um, kind of following up. Um, okay. I've, I'm a Redkin certified specialist right now. Mm-hmm. I'm working on my Redkin Color Authority program. Right. So the next step is to get um, color certified through their, like, it's it's almost kind of, when I was telling my clients about it, they're like, that's kind of nuts. It's mm-hmm. a three-part test. It's like the SATs of hair. There's a practical yeah. portion, a multiple choice test, and then a written exam yeah yeah and um but i've i've really found that people trust you more you have more education and i already look like i'm 12 so like (laughs) anything that'll help so i need all of the certificates on the wall with with all of the brands that you know exactly so it's like you walk into a doctor's office you've got 18 degrees and that makes you feel a little bit better that he's about to cut your spleen out yeah yeah So I guess uh, with the, with the practical portion, then then that kind of eliminates the online education sort of yeah. way of doing things that some things are moving towards. Yeah, and I do um, some online education. Like you have to get six hours a year continuing education through the state of South Carolina, mm-hmm. um, and I usually do one of those online just because I am so busy, and then I do go do one in person. Okay. Um, and that's on usually the online ones are just what laws have changed since last licensing cycle which it gets it gets a little bit ridiculous sometimes it's like um i think they, they couldn't decide for a couple of years whether trash cans needed to be covered or uncovered like they kept going uh, yeah, back yeah, and forth yeah, on yeah. it and it, it was like guys can we just you know i'll set the cover <laughs> next to the trash can and let me know if it needs to be on or off today exactly yeah. so we keep all ours covered just because it keeps stuff neater and like yeah, just, yeah. you know in case they change their minds again i think i think <laughs> we do still have to keep them covered now right so as of right now. Yeah. yeah. But um, that's not the side of education I'm looking to get into. I want to do more of the hair show. Like, I don't want to lecture people about their trash cans. Right, yeah. I want to get into, like, the hair shows and really, um, especially with Vivids and Balayage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, because um, that's really where all the colors are going. It's either very intentional uh-huh. or it looks like you were just, you woke up with that hair. Yeah. yeah. So, and I kind of like that. I like that it's two sides of that spectrum. So... Okay. Um, yeah. I, I know you also you, you do some uh, con circuit. You do some uh, the, the specialty jewelry and stuff for the cost. Oh yeah. The, the... Um, I have a little jewelry business called Alien Amore. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of taken a step back from that because of all the classes and stuff lately. But um, I will be a big fan of Greenville with that. Uh-huh. So um, when is when is that? Um, I believe. Oh gosh, I should know the dates for that. Oh, um. It is the weekend after Jesse Curtis's wedding, so it's the 17th and 19th. Okay, okay. It's so that's before Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's kind of cool because it's a later con. Yeah. So, like, you yeah, can wear yeah. your warmer cosplays to it. Yeah, because normally, yeah, I mean, we get uh, SC Comic Con is an early one, which is. Yeah, it's uh, in April. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. And then most of your cons are throughout the summer, I guess, yep. so people aren't in school, I guess. Yeah, because um, a lot of the fan base is still in schools or in college. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, it's um, and people can get more time off for them too. Like yeah, that's why like the bigger cons will be Labor Day weekend, like um, and that's, Fan Expo. Yeah, you know, and, and, and that's what that's what developed as the as the concert season for bands. Mm-hmm. Also, for exactly. the most part, it's gone year round with that more and more. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. used to be summers was the time when the bands were touring. Yeah. Um, so I guess it kind of jumped on that. Pretty much, yeah. 
Um, but it's kind of cool that now they're kind of pushing the edges of con season because, like, I gotta say, it's pretty awful standing in July in, like, Georgia or somewhere where it's hot in, like, 18 layers of spandex. Even (laughs) September in Georgia is pretty rough. Yeah, it is. It's pretty bad. And that's that's when the dragons convene, so... Yeah. uh, Yeah, Yeah, we, um... I actually got to go to Dragon Con this year, and I was one of the crazy people that went down Thursday night and, like, left, like, Tuesday morning. Mm -hmm. Um, I went with a friend, and it was... It was pretty awesome this year. Um, I didn't cosplay at all for that. I just kind of made it my vacation con. Well, you you know, there's... (laughs) You can go in and and cosplay, or you can go in and just sightsee, you know? Yeah. And, um, I went down for one day last year, which, uh... Uh, uh, Jess and Curtis were down, and, and they had a room, so uh, we went up to the room and went down to the uh, the, the vendor area, and mm-hmm. I had a, a, a Jess tag, mm-hmm. um, so <laughs> I was Jess going through the vendor area, and that was the first time I had ever really been to Dragon Con, and mm-hmm. just walked through and picked up some patches and stuff like that. And yeah. yeah, it's a little overwhelming, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot there, and yeah, and a lot to take in, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm sure it's fun. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Um, I know this year, um, it was. It was. I tried to do more panels than I have in years past, um, and I got to really got to see Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son, puppeteer live, uh-huh. and that was really cool. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna quit doing hair and go be a puppeteer for the Henson company. But um, then I found out that you have to be at least five foot ten because oh. of the way they position their cameras. Well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So that dream was quickly crushed. Do, do platform shoes not work for that? No. Uh, no, because a lot of times you have to be crouched down, too. Uh, so it used to be um, six foot two, but Ryan Henson himself is only five foot ten. So, so, it, so they, had to, they had to lower that. Huh? They had to lower the height requirement. <laughs> it's like being a fighter pilot. You have to be right in this range. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Dragon Con kind of has the reputation of just being the drinking con. And I know there's more to it than that, but... Yeah, as someone who doesn't drink that yeah. much, I've just never been really drawn to it. And, you know, I think part of that is everybody's socially awkward a little bit, or, like just in general. So, but so they lubricate that? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I think if you're going to be in a crowd of that many people, it's the same thing as Mardi Gras. You're not, you know, just drinking because it's Mardi Gras. You're drinking because you're in a crowd of 100,000 people and you all smell bad and you're trying to keep it as fun as possible. <laughs> <laughs> But I have to say that the smell from the crowd wasn't that bad this year, so um, good job, everybody. With good the job showers. with the deodorant and such. <laughs> yeah. way, to, way to step up your game. Yeah. Either that or Amanda's nose is not working anymore. Yeah, that or, like, um, when you finally burned my nostrils, like, to hell, so. Yeah. That, that might be it, yeah. You, you go enough times and, yeah, you don't smell it. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh, yeah, did you ever get around to watching the Old Man Logan trailer? Yeah, I did. And um, <laughs> funny enough, because I was I was kind of scared to watch. I was at work all day, and I kept like I check my Facebook and my Instagram and everything regularly throughout the day because I get a lot of clients that text me on there, um, especially like people I don't know. So I have to uh-huh. check my message requests a lot. And I saw everybody posting about it. And I was like, oh, I don't have time to watch it right now because I don't have time to freak out. So I finally went home and watched it that it's night. Not that I don't have two minutes to watch the video. It's yeah, I don't have time to freak out. About it, I was know. a little disappointed we didn't get to hear her voice, but I thought, you know, the song choice was perfect. Um, uh-huh. I think the actress is going to be perfect for it. Um, I imagine it's going to be kind of like that hit girl kind of thing, okay. where she's like, you know, not 
super sweet but kind of sweet one minute, and then the next and second she's just, like stabbing someone through the eye. That sounds awesome. So yeah, yeah. I'm pr- I'm pretty excited about it. Um, it's got a very different vibe than a lot of the X Men movies. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, which I, I love the X Men movies. I'm kind of that weird fan that I love the comic books and yeah. I love the movies. Yeah, and I grew yeah. up with them. Well, it, well, as a comic book fan, you, you have to realize that you know the comics go through iterations of the same stories and so you just see the movie as just another iteration of the same story exactly i am definitely glad though that they went with a younger laura because um i've been getting a little tired of seeing like the hypersexualized teenage laura which i know let's let's hope they don't go that route with the 10 year old no that's an artistic choice and i respect that but um I'm kind of we haven't gotten to see a lot of her childhood which really um, when she came out in X-Men Evolution that was kind of what it was about it was about her early teens and kind of figuring out who she was after all the horrible trauma that she went through and I think that's part of why she's one of my favorite X-Men is because she she's come out on the other side of it and she's still a little messed up but she's alright you know yeah, yeah. like and she still wants to help like from the bottom of her heart yeah, so yeah. she could have easily been like one of the darkest villains in the X-Men universe and, and she they kind of went that route with, with Rogue and Evolution Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, which was cool. I still love that show. Even going back and watching it, though, um, the dialogue's a little cheesy. (laughs) X-Men Emolution. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Teenage angst going on. Yeah. Yeah, and then like then there's Scott, which we could do a whole different podcast on Scott and the many injustices done to him in the visual medium. But um, I remember watching the first episode a couple weeks back and. It's just like I, I had I had to stop because like, he's like, "Come on, gang, let's go to the mall," and I'm like, "No, why?" That's the Cyclops I know. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you need to read X Force. Yeah, apparently there there are more layers added on after I stopped. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I don't know why they're afraid to make Scott cool if he's like animated or in a movie, but he was cool in the '80s, and I hated cool people. <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem. Yeah. He was popping his collar and all that shit. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. He was that guy. Yeah. Oh, Scott. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Comic book readers don't like cool people. You should know this. <laughs> this is true. But no, I mean, like. Yeah, he went darker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a little bit too boy scout, and that's, yeah, that's yeah. always been my problem with, like, the DC universe. Yeah, yeah that's my know. problem with Superman completely, mm-hmm. is, is he's too boy scout. He's mm-hmm. too. Perfect, I've known Boy Scouts are less Boy Scout than yeah, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm an Eagle Scout. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah so, and, and that's why the, the draw on the DC side has always been Batman mm-hmm. instead of Superman. You exactly. Know? So, yeah. Because we want we want darker heroes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think most people want heroes they can relate to, and it's very hard. People see the worst parts of themselves and it's very hard oh, to yeah. relate to someone that's like this pinnacle of a shining light like you need yeah, yeah. those heroes but people aren't going to relate to them as much yeah yeah and if they do they're probably full of themselves yeah so. <laughs> and those people don't read comics this is true the ones that are full of themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. generally well i don't know i've known a couple some of because um dragon con 2014 i actually did cosplay <laughs> x23 and mm-hmm. um i cannot tell you how many guys stopped me and they were like hey you're missing a claw in the middle and like you know, if you were gonna do Lady Wolverine, you should have done this. And I was, I could, I was so about to stab somebody with my little plastic claws. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Why didn't I make these metal? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty ridiculous. But um, Lobster Mash told me I did a good job, so that's all that matters. There you go. Like he is Wolverine. So. There you go. I thought Glenn Danzig was Wolverine, but that's a whole other. 
Yeah. <laughs> the, the Hugh Jackman miscasting. Yeah. Wolverine, Wolverine should never be six foot three. And, but see, that's and, why he needs your and, skulls, you see, so you can stand on them and reach the top cereal. Yeah, shelf. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's why, yeah, yeah. There's no such thing as a, as a six foot three Wolverine. This should not exist. But yeah. they've kind of tried to make him look shorter in the movies. I they think. have, and it's been a little weird at yeah. times. Like they try to do that Tom Cruise force perspective thing, but yeah. in reverse. But in reverse, yeah. yeah. But yeah, because he's not stocky enough to be. You know, he can get yeah. cut, but he, he just doesn't have the bulk. That, that yeah, he's just to. not built like that. Like you yeah. kind of need to be built like a Tolkien dwarf. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, like um, Richard Armitage would have been a good Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Glenn Danzig, you know. but yeah, mm-hmm. but he's too old now. Well, yeah. he could play old man Logan, but um, he still looks the same as he did in the seventies. <laughs> he looked like he was fifty back then too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is that. I guess they just did a, a, a Misfits reunion tour not too long ago. So uh, yeah, and um. I know. I follow Jerry only on Facebook, and he yeah. posted something about who wants another one, and I was like, Jerry, what are you talking about? I thought there was horrible fallout, and they like ended it after like two shows or something. Like that. Well, I thought it was just the one show. I don't. I don't know. I didn't. But <laughs> can we do this again? Yeah. 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 Uh, so. Yeah, they're bonding over their grandkids backstage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's drink goat's blood with the, with the grandkids. <laughs> Ever too young for your first devil lock. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, if you if you have anything else you want to jump into, you can, or we can. Uh... No, I think I've pretty much covered everything about me, and then we kind of got off on the misfits and comic book tangents. I'm cool with that. Tangents are good. Tangents are good. They keep us talking. Um, it, uh, the shameless self promotion portion. Anything you want to push out into the world? Um, I work at Notch Salon. Um, it's in beautiful downtown Greer where we're sitting. Mm-hmm. And um, you can follow me on Instagram on underscore Amanda Does Hair. Okay. So, that's, I, I don't know how to do shameless self-promotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I understand. I understand. Um, I'll, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. and cool. and, and And I'll... Uh, uh, put a link to your uh, your jewelry and, and your cosplay, yeah, um, and, and, and all of that for anybody who's interested. Cool. <laughs> and uh, I am at Woodle on the Twitter and the Instagram, and um, I'll be talking to somebody else next time. Cool. This has been a Southern Geek Podcast.